everyone. Welcome to 10 Minute Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Crystal Williams. So today I am joined by this visionary woman, SJ McMillan. She is the founder of Melon List, which is a community dedicated to helping align Black business owners, Black community, and really promoting global Black consumerism. So SJ, thank you so much. Welcome and thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Sonia, for having me. It's a pleasure. Happy yes. to join you. So let's let's dig in and talk a little bit more about Melon List, the concept, what it is, how mm-hmm. long you've been in business, and really when we hear that term, black consumerism, what does that mean? Great question, Sonia. And I'm so happy to expound on that. We know that we have gotten in the habits where we're just going out shopping, what our parents used to buy, what our grandparents used to use. We're in a really great opportunity now to connect with one another within the Black community about the resources that we're offering. We're great at problem solving. A lot of the best American inventors do happen to be Black people who are really figuring out how to make life better. And this is a moment where everyone who is being called to answer a question or solve a problem are doing that. And right now is the perfect time to connect how you're actually spending your money, which is your power in this economy. Wherever you send your power, your focus, that is what's going to continue to grow. And Melonless is creating this intentional opportunity for those who are interested to support the Black community to actually stand by that and live through that. And we're really also a lifestyle brand helping to understand and uncover the great wealth of talent and excellence that we have in our community who are offering services and the way in which they get support and continue to grow is from us as consumers supporting them. So that's really the basis of Melonless. I've been in business for about three years and it has been a really wonderful experience. We're meeting entrepreneurs at all different stages. We're also definitely tapping into the community and listening to what they have to say about their past experience, what they would like to be better and how to really close the gap between that mindless spending and me saying, okay, instead of just going to Target, I know I could, I might be able to get this product little 30 minutes out at this black owned market spot. Just thinking about that, pausing about that and being more open to including more black brands into the things that you use every day. Got it. Got it. And so, I mean, this could be from what I'm hearing, it's something where um, black business owners can support each other, but it's really open for anyone that wants to support any black business and really being intentional about how you spend your dollar to support Absolutely. those businesses. Absolutely. Right? We, we definitely charge the entrepreneurs because they're living that experience. You know how much you want support. So you know exactly what that feels like. And as the business owner, we want to ingrain Um, this idea of reaching out to one another within our ecosystem, within our culture. We really need to lean on each other a little bit more. I think we've just gotten so used to just being the the one person army, you know, army of one over here. I'll just do whatever I have to do. But there is an amazing network if we could just rely and tap into one another, tap into what we're doing. There's so many things that are happening in tandem, but if we could really combine that power, combine that focus, what more could we do together? So it's also about just really reconnecting us to one another as well. 
All right. So it sounds like you're really passionate about this. What's the backstory? What led you on this journey for the past three years? Yeah. So I'm actually really excited about it. And I'm coming from a very hum humble place. I was like the people that I'm reaching out to, just like my audience. Early 2020, um, I just made a decision that I need to be able to support my community in a more actionable way. Um, of course, you know, I will buy Black Tuesday. Of course, I'll do that. But is that enough to really move the needle forward and transform the way that we consider power and economy in the Black community? I wanted something that was much more immediate and much more heartfelt and really just based in community, based in that love and understanding that we can continue to develop and grow for one another. And me looking around my house in 2022 thinking, do I have anything in my house that's black owned? Does, does anything I intentionally went out to buy? Did I ever think about well, who makes, you know, who's making couches out here? Who's making curtains? Who's doing these things? I'm so used to just going out and grabbing, but I have the opportunity to not only think about that, but include more of my culture and have more of myself reflected in the things that I purchase. And it has really been a transformative experience. I know that you all may have seen, um, and her name is slipping me with that one woman who started that, you know, buying black every day. And she might've not been blessed to be in a place like Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> where there's so many black entrepreneurs. But the fact that she found that so challenging, that really just, enlightened me that it's not it's not 1998 <laughs> we can very much so connect with one another now mm -hmm. and we need to really uh take advantage of that and really connect and come together because we have exactly what we need within each other to do whatever we want to do yeah i mean when i hear this it really makes me think about more recently how there's been more of a shift and awareness i think yeah globally, but definitely nationally, um, and how through the pandemic and with so many you know, over the past few years, mm -hmm. publicly cases um, around Black lives, like how it's just come up in the forefront and a lot of larger companies are trying to make more of a push, you know, to be more inclusive in different ways and this seems yeah. to be part of it. Now that you mentioned that, Sonia, I had uh, the opportunity to go to one of the Essence festivals. It wasn't quite Essence Fest, but it was like yeah. a branch of it here. In events, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. And um, I believe that the VP, the woman who is responsible for the burst of Black products in Target, I think she's based here in Atlanta. And even the experience of going to Target and seeing that there's like a whole black section, I just never, you never really think about these things until that change happens. And yeah. seeing walking down the aisle and seeing a whole stand for Scotch Porter and just realizing that these black brands are now getting the visibility that they've never had the opportunity to get. And that has been intentional all along. So it's not like there aren't black businesses out here. It's just that the visibility has been intentionally hidden um, and made difficult for us to to really seek out. And that's really what Melanist is about. We want everybody <laughs> buying Black on a regular basis, not just when it's cute, not when it's a Black holiday, but really every day and weaving that into a lifestyle. Yeah, not when it's a trend. So that kind of leads me into the next question when you bring up the point of visibility. Um, when someone becomes a part of the community, like what what are the benefits if I'm a business owner and I'm like, hey, I want to join Melanist. 
what am I doing? What am I getting from it? <laughs> oh, absolutely. So I love this question because as a, an entrepreneur myself, we know we run into situations where we're just I don't want to say it's a stuck because there's always a way to move, but there's this wall that you hit. And sometimes it can it can be a, a low wall or a high wall. I really want to create a community where we can come together as entrepreneurs and talk to one another. You don't have to worry about anyone taking anything from you. The whole point of this is pouring in and building together. I have the opportunity to be partnered with some amazing individuals across different fields, across different industries. I have a fantastic network as well. So when you do join Melanis as a business partner, you really get access to anything. We are really here sitting down. What are your goals? What do you want to do? And let's make it happen together. Just having that soundboard, just having the other person who is highly invested in you with your success in return. Mm -hmm. I've found that my business partners have found that just as a grounding stable force, we also do regular check-ins as well. So it's not just a one-time thing like, hey, now you're a partner, that's it. It's mm -hmm. an ongoing relationship as we're working to get get and reach success together and figure out what else we could do to take over, what else we could yeah. do. Awesome. <laughs> so it sounds very personalized. And are these business owners, are they connecting with each other in the process? And you Absolutely. all are helping to facilitate it? Absolutely. So I definitely think that's important because there's always so much cross um, pollination happening. Um, if one business partner might be in a different sector, but there's a connection there, I'm always, I call myself a synthesizer. I really love making connections because um, it could just be something so flippant as someone mentioned something and that's exactly what this other individual is looking for. So really pairing us together more intentionally as well. Yeah, synthesizer. I like that description. <laughs> So, all right. So you've had now Melon List for three years. Let's talk a little bit about growth um, yeah. because it's something that every entrepreneur encounters. You got to do if you want to stay in business. Absolutely. So, you know, digging into like what are some of the ways um, that you've been able to grow Melon List? Has it just been up organically? It's blossomed or what are what are some of the specific things you've been able to do? Yeah, well, I think I have a very like low revenue um, business model just in general, because the fact is that my goal is not to sell, sell, sell. My goal is not to have a thousand business partners. That would be awesome. But I'm more really wanting to focus on who we're bringing together and sometimes different businesses are at different stages. So it's really like you were saying, individualized. Um, another thing that I really like to do is with the business partners that are joining, we're really asking them to incorporate the ideals of Black economics and financial activism into what they do. So we ask that they be at least 50% Black-owned, that they understand that the goal is to hire Black people to work from them, uh, that they're also making sure that they're having an opportunity to communicate with the community, that they're actually interacting with the community, because it's very easy to just get siloed into this business partner, like it's business owner mentality without realizing the audience that you're trying to serve. So you definitely have to stay connected there. And it's just uh, a few of the ways in which we really want to help create a brand here at Melonless. When you see anybody associate with Melonless, you understand that they're coming at a certain level. So any of those fears or lived experiences that um, our community may have with buying Black, we're really there to overcome those and making sure that we're setting a standard that'll make it very seamless for people to be intentional and transition to Black alternatives more. 
Yep. So, so you're helping them grow in their own regards within their businesses. And then as you all are, are kind of setting your sights, so you mentioned like not necessarily trying to work with a thousand partners because it's a very personalized approach, mm-hmm. but how do you, how do you go about finding these partners? Like, is it, is it, you know, you t- dug into your own Rolodex? I know that's an old school term. <laughs> I love it. No. <laughs> Your yeah. digital Rolodex, your contacts, um, but no, how, do, how does that work for you? How have you been able to piece this community together? Yeah, so I'm a very social creature, and the only thing that, you know, that I know to do is to connect. Sometimes it can be face-to-face. I prefer face-to-face, okay. um, but I'm also, you know, we're understanding we're in this digital world. Sometimes you can't reach people. Um, a few of my global business partners, I honestly just met through living my truth and continuing to to set this as a priority. For instance, my very first business partner, I was on the search for an image that really described how I felt and how I wanted my business to be represented. So I found this beautiful mixed media artist painting and I reached out to her and I said, can I use this image? And after that, we've almost been inseparable. She's been amazing. She's a a PhD educator in London and Royalston. She's a mixed media lifestyle artist. So you'll tell her about your life and she'll create art for you. And it was just this amazing collaboration. So if I had felt shy, if I had felt unconfident, if I had felt like, oh, I can't do that. That's so weird. Like, why would anybody do that? Really just continuing to move my mission forward has aligned me with so many amazing people. Another huge thing that I would obviously suggest for everybody is to get connected to a community. I Mm. promise you (laughs) someone has been in the situation that you're in. Um, So for instance, I have a few different communities I'm a part of, like the Black Achievement Fund and also the Gathering Spot here in Atlanta. So it has been really easy to just, you know, show up as I am, seek Mm -hmm. out those who might need my support um, and also figure out what I can do to continue to support the people, whether they do or do not decide to be business partners. I'm just always out here spending money at different events, chatting people up. And it's just that natural, organic route that I found has been best for me. Um, When I'm thinking about marketing or getting just regular individuals, those who are supporting the community involved, I have this plan where we are continuing to make it a lifestyle. So we want to incentivize buying black. We have these free challenges every month. You can win a $75 Amazon gift card. And the point of that is again, to get people thinking like one, why are they, why are they giving money away? (laughs) Like who's doing that? Why? And the point is to incentivize you to keep buying black. You Mm -hmm. buy black, you submit your receipt. Now you have the opportunity to win $75 for just buying black. And we're hoping that you reuse that money and keep it in the community. And that's really what we're wanting to see and show. Right. And you buy from these brands. And then when you love it, you tell friends, which helps it magnify it even more. I mean, I always tell clients and and other business owners, nothing, nothing, nothing replaces word of mouth. It is still the number one way to grow a business. Um, But all of these other methods we have, digital means certainly helps amplify that. For sure. For sure. Um, but no, you said a few powerful things, SJ, around just the idea of being really clear on what your vision is mm-hmm. and then walking into those rooms or those communities that you've identified that you're a part of and showing up authentically as yourself. 
And that's really great advice to those of you that are listening, especially if you're new to business. I often share a story um, with other business owners who are new that that was one of the first things I did when I launched my marketing agency. I would show up in rooms and just like you shy, nervous, you know, maybe some of those feelings were there, but talk anyway and get over the feelings. Mm -hmm. And then I would invite everybody I met, even if I didn't even know if there was a connection or not, we were going to go to coffee and tea or at least have a phone conversation. (laughs) It wasn't that they were going to become a client. It was, who do they know? Mm -hmm. How can I create a relationship? So I, I definitely feel you and where you're coming from on that. Yeah. And it's so nice. You never know what people have going on. You never know what they're involved in. And even if it's just there from a support perspective, like I, when I go to black events, I end up buying, I I try to buy from every single booth. It's a little, it's a little (laughs) wild, but I'm a little bit of a shopaholic. And I literally just sit around all day thinking about like, how many black brands can we add? Like who can we purchase from? We do different reviews and things because we want Mm. people to see that you can do this every day. And we're not asking only buy black today, like throw everything you have away. That's not the ask. The ask is to think about how you can incorporate more black brands or just simply replace the things that you already have that you know you're running out of deodorant. Have you checked out a black owned deodorant? You might find something you like there. Just those small little changes that can really help propel these brands forward to be more than they are, although they're already great. But of course, we want to get more people on the bandwagon so we can continue to grow and scale as business owners. Yes. So powerful. So. All right. So let's enter our lightning round. I'm going to grab my little paper. Keep some okay. guiding a little bit. And okay, so answers during the lightning round. Short, short, short. We're okay. Have a few more questions. So. Um, what would be kind of on the marketing tip? Yes. What are your favorite channels that you like to market on from a marketing standpoint or get visibility for Melon List on? Yeah, I would probably say my top two are going to be Instagram and, uh, and YouTube. Um, we are doing a current redesign now. We really want to focus in on those things. So you're you all going to be seeing a lot more from us the later half of the year. But I mean, I've had a great time with Instagram. You know, you can just slide in some dms <laughs> and send a message but even now i live um here in the georgia area and i passed a a black owned vegan breakfast place and they had just relocated so the google address wasn't updated so i sent them a message like hey fam can you make sure that you update your google address and they're like ah, we did it's just taking a bit so it's just those little things like that just i could have not said anything but i didn't know that they did that but seeing us how that connection has already been built. I tried to go there before. Now when I go to the new place, they'll know who I am. So it's never leaving someone out to dry or, you know, talking bad about them. It's how can we all support and rise and and get this together? Because there's enough for all of us. Help help them out. Yeah, Yeah. I've definitely, I've been the person that's been contacted when I did something or I'm like, oh, that didn't get up. And then I've been the other person on the other end that happened the other day someone's business on their LinkedIn post there, they mistyped their URL and I sent them a DM like, Hey, I know you want to get those sales, you know, yeah. um, go on and update that real quick. So help each other out. Absolutely. Um, why not? All right. So another question, um, let's say you're given $50,000 and get a grant Ooh, yes. and you could spend <laughs> it on whatever you want to promote melon list. Yes. How do you spend it? Honestly, I'm going into manufacturing. And that is a goal that we have. So 
not only are we here supporting black businesses, but we want to make it like I was saying, tangible actions. How can we get to the point where we're hiring black people? We're changing lives at that family nuclear level Mm -hmm. that people no longer have to go out into a place, into a workplace that might not value them, their culture, the way that they think. How can we end up being the destination for those seeking opportunities and they're also in our community so when i talk about like the grand scope five years from mountain list is like how can we get more people hired how can we continue to see changes on a more granular but impactful level yeah okay good one okay um another one what do you think is the biggest challenge your members face that you help them through capital Mm. that that's a (laughs) no-brainer We also, yeah, we also are um, an angel investment firm as well. So if it aligns with, you know, what we have going on and what we're really looking to make that powerful impact, there are some organizations that we have um, taken the opportunity to be investors in. And it also depends on where we're at, because there's different things, um, as we know, there's different layers in business. So depending on the goal that's achieved, we definitely have that available or we'll direct you to where you can get capital. We, again, we're really tied in. So there's more than one way to do a thing and we evaluate what's the best thing for our clients. How can we, like I said, continue to support them? Okay. Yeah. Um, shout outs. I heard Scotch Porter. Yeah. Um, what are some other brands? Top, it doesn't have to be your favorite. We don't want to yes. send the members out, but just what are other brands that come to mind that are in your member network and you're like, or just brands that in general, you're like, I like that brand. I support oh. that brand. So this is really where all my personal money goes. This <laughs> is <laughs> buying up everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we can talk about Hustle and Clean. We can talk about Power Hands. We could talk about Juvia, the Lip Bar, Couché, um, Ruby Red. Um, there's just so many amazing Black brands. Bas- Baskin Lather, uh, Melanin, Natural Club. So many things that you all might not kind of be privy to, you might not have thought about. And even those ads that we see on social media promoting like black hair care products, which are great, but we have so much more beyond black hair care products and um, that beauty industry that we can really offer to support yeah. one another. Be condoms, shout out to be condoms. All right, thank <laughs> you. All right, so final two questions. Um, number one, how do people find out more about Melon List? And number yeah. two, any resources, freebies, perks, things like that that you want to share? Absolutely. So if you are interested, one, either as a business partner, go ahead and reach out to our website. Check it out. Uh, we do have our business partner questionnaire there. So if you're interested in joining, if you're a member of the community, maybe you haven't started your business yet or you're really just figuring out how can I support? Please go ahead and join one of our free challenges. I mean, it's absolutely free. You're just uploading our receipt and then we pick a winner at random and email you with your gift card. We want to make it very easy and very simple. Um, another thing I would suggest for you all is to simply reach out to us at hello at melonlist.com if you have any questions or concerns, but check out our social media, check out what we're doing, check out where you see us. And if you align with that, that's something you want to be a part of, reach out, let us know. All right. Okay. Well, 
Thank you so much again, SJ, for being here and sharing how people can get in touch. Thank you all again for watching and listening, and we will see you on the next 10-Minute Marketing. Thank you.